Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Welcome to R slash True Off My Chest, where OP sues his girlfriend. Our next Reddit post is from Polaridium. My girlfriend sold my car because of a petty argument. I'm now suing her. My girlfriend and I have known each other for around four years, but we started dating in 2021. That car has been passed down for generations, by the way. It's a 1972 Ford F100 that my grandpa owned, then passed down to my dad, then passed down to me. I don't drive it too often, as I do have my own car, but I use it for work. Recently, me and my girlfriend got into an argument over me not taking care of our two cats. The thing is, I spend almost all day working, and the rest of it resting. So, what did she do? She got the pickup truck, went to a junkyard, and sold it. The worst part? She sold it for $400. Keep in mind, this truck was in pristine condition. When I got back from the bar, I noticed the pickup wasn't there. I asked her, and she told me what she did. I instantly picked up my things, my cat, told her we were done, and left. I've been getting calls from her, her family, and her friends every day calling me names. Am I in the wrong? Also, to clarify, OP says that he's not often at the bar. He was at the bar that night because he was seeing a friend that he hadn't seen in like five years. Also, after poking around, OP found the junkyard where the car was sold and managed to buy it back for 400 bucks. And last but not least, the girlfriend has been charged with a class 1 felony for Grand Theft Auto. Her fine is $5,000. Our next Reddit post is from That Balloon Kid. I've never really told anyone this, but the very first person I ever hated was a girl from my childhood who stole my precious balloon. I was about 9 years old at the time, and I was an inpatient for private reasons. The hospital was pretty far from home, so my parents couldn't see me often, but on one particular day, my mom left me a balloon with Get Well Soon on it. I became fixated on that balloon because it made me feel close to my parents, so I would take it with me wherever I was taken. Then, that evening, I left my ward and ended up getting lost because tons of people were all over the place. The balloon ended up slipping away and I went after it, only for this one girl about my age to grab it. Well, when I asked for my balloon back, she refused and ran off to her mom. I was a very reserved kid and I was scared of confronting her, especially with her mom there, so I just let her take the balloon away. I was pretty sad because that balloon was special to me, but I eventually let it go even though the grudge has always remained till today. 
Now, I matched with this girl on Tinder, and things have been going pretty well. On our most recent date, we discussed our past regrets and all that. And then she tells me about the time that she stole a balloon at a hospital from a boy years ago and has since regretted it. She says that she would apologize to the boy given the chance. I was shocked, like legitimately shocked. At first, I wasn't sure because I thought my mind was playing tricks on me, so I let her on for more information, and she revealed many more details that made me 100% sure that she's the same girl. I couldn't stop laughing out loud, and she's been trying to figure out why. I said that I just found it really funny, but I didn't tell her that boy is literally me. She explained that she really liked the balloon, and she told her mom that a boy gifted it to her, and now it makes sense why the mother waved at me back then. Like, I genuinely can't believe the same person who stole my balloon years ago, my one true antagonist, my villain origin story, had been staring at me right in the face. The worst part is, I don't know how to deal with the grudge now, and it's just so funny to me that this is happening. I'm just waiting for the perfect chance to tell her and see the look on her face. OP, I think the perfect chance to tell her is to date this girl for like 10 years, make her fall in love with you, get down on one knee and propose, and then when she says, yes, I'll marry you, you stand up and say, psych, this is for stealing my balloon, and then you throw the wedding ring into the ocean. And then OP posted an update. The original plan was to get a similar balloon as you suggested. The thing is, that balloon was slightly complicated. It was one of those heart-shaped ones and had multiple colored dots, so it was going to take a bit of time to find one. I also managed to find my old photos during my time in the hospital for my mom's album. My plan was to stick the photo to my forehead, have the identical balloon with me, and wear something identical to those hospital gowns. Then, call her over and let her get dumbfounded by what's going on, and then clutch onto my balloon for dear life and say, This time, you can't take my balloon! Then just let her figure it out by herself. You get the point, just to make it reminiscent of that time that she stole my balloon. Well, those plans ended when I got a call from her telling me that I wouldn't believe a post she saw on TikTok from one of those Reddit posts. And then she proceeded to read the post that I wrote to me, and my heart was racing. She asked if it was me, but I denied it like my life depended on it. Like, I didn't know what Reddit was, and I said that she was trying to mess with me. Then, later, she did show up and immediately stuck her phone in my face laughing, saying there's no way this wasn't me because of when it was posted. I still denied it, and eventually, when we were sitting down listening to the post together, I said it's so crazy. And she asked me one last time to reaffirm to her that it wasn't me, and I told her, no, it wasn't. The confusion she had... <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because, OP, why are you still lying about this? Why not just fess up? I don't, I don't understand where this is going. The confusion she had was so funny because I could tell she was trying to wrap her brain around this. And I said, it's so crazy that these things happen. Then I slowly started mentioning the accurate details. Like along the lines of, it's so crazy that you'd meet the person who stole your heart-shaped spotted balloon as a kid in a busy hallway, and then not tell her that it was you, and instead make a whole Reddit post because you planned to surprise her, but the post landed on TikTok and she caught wind of it, and you're still denying while literally sitting next to her. And midway between that, she was already gasping and she hit me with a cushion telling me to shut up. I legit couldn't contain my laughter, and she was pacing up and down, saying there was no way this was happening. And I said that it was me, and that it was about time she gave me my balloon back. 
I even went to fetch the album that showed her my pictures during my hospital stay, and she immediately started apologizing. I told her I was over it, and the post was over-exaggerated for clicks, but she said that she still wanted to apologize anyway, and I also apologized for not saying the truth then, because I didn't think that she would have believed me, and she said that she definitely wouldn't have. We talked a bit more, and she promised to buy me a balloon. I feel like the funny joke here would be for her to <laughs> would be for her to reach into her pocket, pull out a condom and say, "Let's play with this balloon together." Our next Reddit post is from Worth Information. I've been pretending to be married to pick up chicks. So, like the title says, I bought wedding rings to pretend that I'm married because I read that it helps you pick up chicks and it works. I've been having an affair with a girl. Well, all was good because I just wanted something casual. Until today, she messaged me that she found my wife, and if I don't divorce her quickly, then she'll tell her everything. I laughed pretty hard, since like I said, I'm not married, so that's the worst bluff ever. I just wanted to get it off my chest. You know, part of me wants to be mad because OP is deceiving people, but he's deceiving bad people. He's deceiving homewreckers. And all he's really doing is taking homewreckers out of the dating pool, so maybe he's like a hero? Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code rslash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code rslash at liquidiv.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our next Reddit post is from Prize Blueberry. I'm a 19-year-old guy, and my 26-year-old brother-in-law is convinced that I'm in love with him. So, a few months ago, my sister, Diana, got married to my brother-in-law, Mike. I'm the youngest of my three siblings. I have a sister named Diana and a brother named Carlos. I came out as gay when I was 14, and my immediate family, my parents, and siblings were all supportive. My extended family, uncles, aunts, cousins, and grandparents are less accepting, so I don't tend to be as out and open around them. I graduated high school and started college two years ago when I was 17. I go to the same college that my sister is doing grad school at, and to save costs, I've been staying with her and her then-fiancé at their apartment. Mike has always been really nice, and I was happy that my sister was with a nice guy. My siblings and I have always been super close, and that closeness didn't go away when I started living with Diana. 
so I would often end up hanging out with them and their friends sometimes. The semester just ended for the two of us, and we all went home this weekend to stay with my parents. We had a big family dinner, during which Mike kept making little jokes about me liking older guys. My boyfriend is 23. And how he would try to keep me away from him and his buddies. Me and my siblings questioned him about the jokes that he was making until he finally stopped making them. That was last night. This morning, my siblings and my parents went on a hike, which is a family activity that we usually enjoy because we live close to the woods. I slept in and didn't want anyone to bother me, so they went without me. I figured that everyone had left, but when I was eating my cereal in the living room and watching TV, Mike came out of the kitchen and sat next to me. I was surprised to see him, as I figured that he'd gone on the hike, but I guess not. He started by apologizing for making fun of me, and then said that it was just a nervous tick of his when he didn't want to talk about something serious. He said that it was wrong of him to joke about my crush on him. I was super confused and asked for clarification. And he said that he knew about the crush I have on him, which I don't. I asked him why he would think that, and he cited a few things that he took as me liking him. One, that I would always hang out with him and Diana. Two, that I chose to live with them instead of dorms. Three, that he barely knew my boyfriend. And four, that I didn't bring my boyfriend to their wedding. I tried to tell him that he was insane and that none of that meant that I liked him. And they all had real explanations, but he just insisted that I was trying to cover up the fact that I was in love with him. That was a few hours ago. I haven't told anyone in my family this yet, and I didn't have lunch with my family since I had plans to be with my high school friends all day. One friend suggested that I post this here, so I guess that's why I'm doing this. Then OP posted an update. This morning, I called for a sibling meeting at a diner that we like to go to. Sibling meetings are something that we've been doing since we were kids, where we talk about things like convincing our parents to get us a pet or splitting the household chores. We met at the diner for brunch, and my brother immediately said how weird it was for Mike to be making jokes about me. Diana said that he was still making jokes to her privately after dinner, and that it wasn't the first time that he had made these types of jokes. She said that she figured that he was one of the guys who thought that gay guys liked him, but then I told him about his apology yesterday morning, and all the comments and other jokes he's made, and we all think that it was pretty weird. I showed them my post, and they briefly read through the comments as well. My sister said that she would talk to him about it, and told me that no matter what happened, she would never hold anything against me or blame me for anything, so that was reassuring. We had food, I went back to my friend's house, and my sister said that she would let me know if anything happens. Okay, down in the comments, there's a lot of discussion where people are trying to figure out if he's just a well-meaning idiot or if he has some kind of insidious, nefarious goal, like he's trying to gaslight OP into thinking that their romantic relationship is their idea. And after thinking about it, I think I'm leaning towards something fishy going on here. So if I put myself in the brother-in-law's shoes... Okay, so hypothetically, my wife has a brother or a sister who I think has a crush on me. If I didn't want anything to happen with them, then I would actively avoid trying to be alone with them and making sexual innuendo. But if I did want to have an affair with them, then I think I would try to be alone with them and sit next to them and make sexual innuendo jokes, right? So if this guy is a well-meaning idiot, then he's a well-meaning idiot behaving in the way of someone who's trying to cheat. I don't know, am I reading too much into this? It's just, if you're in a monogamous relationship and you think someone has a crush on you, 
why would you avoid going out with family so that you can hang back and joke with that person about having crushes? You know, isn't that just super, super fishy? That's super fishy to me. Our next Reddit post is from Throwaway Tip the Bottle. Growing up in Japan was hell for me. I'm half black, half Japanese, and the black part was the only thing that kids in Japan could ever see. They would always be so nice and respectful in public or at school, but when they were behind a computer screen, I got called slurs, and I was told to commit suicide by people who I thought were my friends. I even considered actually doing it when I was in high school. The bullying was so bad that kids were kicking me outside of school and teachers and students just walked on by. I had no friends at all. Everyone was so ignorant too, even the teachers. They would try to get me to play basketball or they would put on rap music, but I was born and raised here. I even noticed my mom was disappointed that I wasn't fully Japanese. She always treated me like a burden and made me go to my room whenever we had guests or went in public. Yo, what the fuck? What? Why did the mom have intercourse with a black guy then if she was that turned off by black people? By that point in my life, I had so much internalized racism. When I got old enough, I left the country and I live in the US now. People here are nicer, I have black friends now, I feel accepted and loved. I will still never get over the trauma though. I remember crying every night, hating myself. Okay, um, down in the comments, someone kind of called out this stupid thinking that I had. Admittedly, it is stupid because I know the truth. But Wormhole PhD said something that I think everyone could be reminded of. Everyone loves to screw, even the racists. Being sexually attracted to someone doesn't mean that you still can't be racist towards them. White men who were slave owners often had a gang of children with their black slaves. They still thought that black people were subhuman, though. Yes, true. That is very true. It's just, when I get confronted with the stupidity of racist logic, I have to rem like remember that racist brains don't work like normal people's brains, and just their world is wrong and stupid and doesn't make any sense. So of course, for this racist woman, it makes sense that she would be attracted to a black guy, make a baby with him, and then be racist towards the kid because she's a stupid racist and that's how stupid racists think. That was r slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.